Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Astrology and You. I'm Alice. And I'm Maxine. And today we're going to give you a look at the astrology of December. Yes, I can't believe we're already at the last month of 2022. Um, I know. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy. Fortunately, this month is definitely more low key than October, November were. So we Mm -hmm. have that to look forward to. Yeah, I just, I can even feel it. I I mean, when we're recording this, it's about to be the Sagittarius new moon. And, you know, after eclipse season, it does feel the energy just settles a bit more and you can see things a little more clearly. Yeah, the second planet started to move into Sagittarius a few days ago, like Venus, Mercury, now the sun's in Sag. My mindset completely shifted. Like I was looking at things much more optimistically, way less anxious. So if anyone else has noticed that shift go on recently, it'd be interesting to know. Yeah, especially if you have a fire rising. Yeah, yeah, the coming out of those like watery, hidden parts of your chart into the more fun house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot more optimistic too, though, for everyone. So, so that has been a big shift from Scorpio season. Um, But yeah, and actually, we wanted to kind of share a little something with you. We can't tell you all the details yet about this, but we are launching a fun workshop on December 4th for you. So we're so excited to share more details. Yes, and this is just a workshop that'll help you navigate 2023 and learn how to become more of your own astrologer. That is all the details we're going to give now, but stay (laughs) tuned for next week's episode um, when it should be launched around that time or about to launch. Sorry, yeah, it'll be about to launch by the time um, we record next week's. And we're really, really excited to share that. But yes, so look for that if you want to know more details. Um, But yeah, and then... I just, before we get into all of the events of December, like Alice said, there aren't a ton of events, but Alice, which one is your favorite? Which one are you most looking forward to? Hmm. It's a toss up. I am looking forward to the Gemini full moon though, um, Mm -hmm. just because I love a Gemini full moon. I love just like when the moon is in Gemini once a month. It's, I mean, it's the 11th house of my chart, but I just find it easier when the moon is in an air sign in general. It's a lot more social, more fun of an energy. Um, and it'll just highlight those. I We'll get into the details of the full moon later. But yeah, that's what I'm most excited for. <laughs> that's your choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And no, I definitely love a Gemini full moon too, though, because Gemini is all about talking. And so I feel like everyone, no matter your chart, you will experience that one as a great time to maybe make some social plans. Um, but yeah, for me, I think Jupiter moving back into Aries. I'm really looking forward to that one at the end of December. Oh my God. Yes. Like (laughs) Jupiter, get out of Pisces. I just like (laughs) need it back into Aries right now. I know. I know. I feel like just the energy that it brings when it goes, you know, from the last sign of the Zodiac in Pisces into Aries. I just, I noticed when it was there for that first hit, it was just such a new, fresh energy and I felt so inspired. And so I'm, I'm thinking a that will come back a lot more and even in a stronger force since it's the second one. So looking forward to that transit. Jupiter in a fire sign is just fun. I feel like Mm -hmm. it just gets that like, 
you just want to do something about those Jupiter themes. Like it's, it gives much more energy to like education, travel, um, learning. I don't know, thinking more optimistically. Yeah, just feeling more inspired. Yes. Okay, yeah. So we got those two to look forward to. Um, (laughs) Should we get into the astrology of December? Yes. Okay, so we're going to start off by just kind of giving you a background going into the month of December, what energy we're starting out with. Um, And basically, we're beginning with it already having been Sagittarius season, since the 22nd of November. So coming off of that with the new moon and also having Venus and Mercury all in that sign. Yeah, so there's a handful like Sun, Venus, Mercury all moving through Sagittarius the first few days of December. That new moon in Sag happened November 23rd. So we are starting the month off still in that waxing moon phase of building upon opportunities, kind of seeing things come together, being a lot busier in general. Um, so these first, like the first week or so of December, maybe just like seeing a lot come together and having a lot of tasks to take care of or connecting with friends and seeing people. I think of that as like the build up to the full moon. Mm-hmm. And also just with Sagittarius, that zodiac sign, the sun being there and all these planets, maybe feeling a bit more optimistic, more future oriented. You might just feel in general that hopefulness that Sagittarius can bring and kind of seeing the big picture, being able to get perspective on something that maybe before Sagittarius season at the start of the month, this is just going to kind of help you get perspective basically. Sagittarius is also like a very spiritual sign. Um, So I find when planets are moving through this, there's more of a, you want to connect to something bigger than yourself or find some sort of deeper meaning in life that's important to you. Like I noticed as soon as planets started moving into Sagittarius, um, I picked back up my daily meditation practice because I was like, it had Mm. totally fallen off track during eclipse season. I was so anxious and it was like, I want to feel like, I'm connected to something bigger. And also too, I I noticed with Sagittarius season, it can be spirituality and it can also be something of just wanting to connect to something um, that allows you to expand the way that you're seeing the world. So, you know, it could also be that you're wanting to travel or you're wanting to explore new subjects, wanting to learn more. Maybe you're buying more books on a different topic or diving deeper. So it can kind of just allow you to have your curiosity really grow too. Yeah, such a good time for learning. Uh, Another key signature that's going on during this Sagittarius season specifically is that as, so I guess we're starting December off, planets are kind of like midway through Sagittarius, like the sun's around 10 degrees or so, Venus and Mercury are moving into later degrees of Sag. And as all three of these planets come to the end of that sign and start to shift into Capricorn, which we'll get into the exact dates later. Um, They're all going to make an aspect to Jupiter and Neptune, both at the later degrees of Pisces. So that, I don't know, that might throw like a spanner in the works where they're, I don't know, on the more positive note, this could be just further amplifying those Sagittarius themes of Um, wanting to have a greater sense of spirituality, wanting to do more foreign travel, getting excited about new things. But on a more challenging note, it could be that you end up like promising more than you can deliver or getting like too optimistic 
and not seeing like fully what's in front of you, like the realistic work that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. And also just because that is the square aspect, you might notice if you do have an ideal in mind, maybe it revolves around some project that you're working toward or a relationship ideal that you've been striving for, you might kind of have to come up against just some realizations there that make you need to work on it a little bit more. So maybe you're just seeing how you need to come back to reality and make things a little stronger from their foundations. Like if it relates to some ideal you have, just kind of balancing that out with the practical steps it takes to work toward that. And it's great that it's followed immediately by Capricorn season and planets moving Mm -hmm. into Capricorn because that's literally the definition of Capricorn. Like what, (laughs) put in the hard work, find structure um, and get things done. Yeah, so I would definitely say alongside of Sagittarius season, more imagination for sure, but maybe also, especially at the start of the month, just noticing where you do feel a bit frustrated because things aren't lining up the way you'd hoped, but not to just feel defeated in that. It's kind of a call to be like, okay, what structures do I need to put in place? And that'll kind of come in together more toward toward the end of the month. Yes, so true. Okay, let's get into it by rising sign now. So fire sign risings, um, Sagittarius season would be lighting up your first, fifth, or ninth houses. So this would be if you're Aries, Leo, or Sagittarius rising. So this is going to be kind of like a more playful, fun time where you're exploring your hobbies and your interests outside of work or your commitments to other people. Like you're really figuring out what lights you up, how you can reconnect with like joy in your life or um, I don't know, just like explore different topics that are catching your interest. It's a lot about self-expression just generally too. So you might notice like, especially for Sagittarius risings with this being your first house season, you're just being asked to express yourself in new ways, maybe being more confident or even changing the way that you interact with the world. And that's true for all the risings and fire signs, but especially Sagittarius rising. Yeah. Also for Sagittarius rising, just being more comfortable being alone. I find when it's first house season, you just like really enjoy your own company. Um, and this could be true for the other fire risings too, but, um, kind of just like getting familiar with like, what do I enjoy doing on my own outside of like, like what I have to do for other people. Mm -hmm. And we kind of mentioned this at the start as well, Alice, when you had said that this season is already feeling so much lighter, but especially for fire rising, you might notice emotionally feeling a lot lighter, or you might notice things that had been weighing heavy on you or themes of the past that have been coming up. Now you're able to see the light at the end of the tunnel in a way, or just feeling a lot more day to day, feeling a lot more optimistic. Yeah, definitely. I feel that so much. Um, so then moving on to earth sign risings. So this would be Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn. The sun is moving through your fourth, eighth, or 12th houses. So definitely a more emotional time, um, where you may be craving privacy, time alone, or you're just having a lot of like heavier emotions come up that you're kind of working through. Yeah, this is usually a time where you're kind of thrown back on yourself in a way and you have to pause before you can move forward so needing to see 
what might be causing you stress or what patterns have been coming up that you're now recognizing are holding you back in some way. So usually that can come up where you need to pause and reorientate yourself before you can move forward. So a really great time for self-reflection and letting go. And maybe also like frustration about things not happening fast enough or Um, just feeling low energy and not as motivated as you were like a week before, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. So just knowing that it's going to pass and that you do need these certain periods throughout the year to take time to recharge your batteries and get clear on what you want to prioritize moving forward. I would so agree on that because when you approach this season from that perspective of knowing that it is this time that actually helps you to make it through all of the other things that are going to come up in months after this, it just helps you to see it as the opportunity to really not make yourself wrong for not having as much energy or allowing yourself to say no to some social invitations because you're just recognizing that you're going to best use your time at this time if you do focus inwardly and the other thing I would add this could also look like spending more time alone even in in needing to kind of get work done so you might be working on something behind the scenes at this time too I noticed that's a really fruitful time to work on that yeah so whereas we mentioned like Sagittarius being kind of a more outgoing type season I don't know if you just read about Sagittarius in general it seems kind of like the life of the party that's what a lot of like Mm -hmm. pop astrologies tells you but for earth sign rising specifically this might be just a trickier season to navigate because you do want to pull back and be by yourself more than usual Mm -hmm. it's a time for getting inspired too I would say that's how that energy of Sagittarius might be showing up more so for you guys Okay, and then for air rising, so this is Gemini risings, Libra risings, and Aquarius risings. This Sagittarius season for you is a lot more about your social life. We're feeling that you want to interact with other people, have new ideas, um, just really wanting to see things from a different point of view or learning different things, like really engaging your mind. Yeah. And you guys are coming out of like a more work intensive time period probably. And now it's like, okay, my social life's more of a priority suddenly being met with invitations from friends to hang out or go to events together, or maybe you just feel more motivated to date. um, And there could be like developments going on in your love life. Yeah. And I would say, especially so for Gemini risings, because this one's going to be a season happening in the opposite sign for you so you might notice that you're really feeling more social or wanting to put yourself out there in new ways yeah but for across the board for all air risings just feeling more supported by other people um and maybe building like a greater sense of like network or community Mm -hmm. and then for water rising so this is for cancer scorpio and pisces risings this is going to be a big focus this month on work for you and wanting to see how you can actually plan out your schedule a little more intentionally or be more efficient with your time just all over finding more structure Also seeing traction with business or work-related projects um, or just being more motivated to put energy into your job. Like maybe you felt sluggish or work just wasn't a huge priority the last few weeks and now it's finally like picking up again. And if you are trying to find a new job or bring in additional opportunities, this could be a period where that's finally happening. 
And I always like to add to if you're in between jobs, this could be an awesome time to apply to something or maybe seeing like Alice, you're saying like more traction there. But even if you're not working, it's like whatever that you, it is that you're doing day in and day out, how can you find more meaning and how can you work toward bigger long-term goals too? Yeah. And just better organize your time. Like maybe, um, like you said, if you aren't working, it could just be that there's a lot of busy tasks going on in your day to day, um, or you're learning how to budget and manage your finances better or assume like a leadership position in another area of your life. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I think that covers it. So for the rising signs, hopefully that gives you an understanding of how Sagittarius season might look a little different to you based on those additional themes. Yes. Okay. So pretty early on in the month, like we mentioned at the start of December, we have Sun, Mercury, and Venus all in Sagittarius. But within the first week or so of December, Mercury and Venus both start shifting into Capricorn. So we have Mercury going into Capricorn on December 6th, followed by Venus moving into Capricorn on December 9th or 10th, depending on your time zone. And so with this, you might notice already at the start of the month, even as we mentioned, you might be feeling with that square to Neptune and Jupiter, a little frustration when it comes to needing to bring things back down to earth. This is where that Capricorn energy builds upon your inspiration and your goals to help you get there, (laughs) to help you kind of put things into motion. Yeah, starting to get really serious about what commitments are important to you, what do you, what like will serve you in the long term, especially with Venus moving into Capricorn, like what relationships have the potential to go the distance? Maybe if you're dating, like I feel like Venus and Sagittarius is so like let's date, let's mingle, let's meet new people, where then it shifts into Capricorn and it's like does is this going to become serious? Is there potential for this to turn into an actual relationship? And um kind of figuring out how to like, I don't know the word for this, like shed what is not like going Mm -hmm. to be important for you moving forward. Yeah, no, I know what you mean though. I think with Capricorn with these planets, it's just going to help you to be more focused on like, okay, what is the end goal that I'm reaching? And if something's not going to get you there, you might second guess it. Yeah. And with Mercury into Capricorn, definitely just more focused And like having a better concentration on tasks in your everyday life, um, able to handle details and like sort through maybe more complicated information. I do want to flag that Mercury will station retrograde in Capricorn later on in December, which we'll get to. But now that it's entered into the sign where it's going to be retrograde later on in the month in early January, there may be thoughts coming up like in that pre-shadow phase of this Capricorn ruled house of my chart um, might be going through some, I don't know, some type of confusion or feeling the need to slow down there or rework something in that part of your life. So definitely check the house ruled by Capricorn and how that kind of energy might be coming up. Yeah, there'll be a big focus on it with the retrograde, but we'll get to that more at the end of this episode (laughs) when we get into that. Yes. Okay. So We have Mercury and Venus moving into Capricorn pretty early on. Then backtracking a little bit on December 7th, we have a full moon in Gemini at 16 degrees of Gemini. And this one is really important because it's like in an exact conjunction to Mars retrograde in Gemini that's been going on for a little over a month at this point. 
Yeah. So basically, if you haven't yet been feeling Mars retrograde for some bizarre reason, <laughs> like I feel like everyone who I've been speaking with or giving reading to, everyone is feeling this. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you haven't been, this full moon in Gemini conjunct Mars retrograde is going to definitely bring that to your attention. Like you will not be able to ignore it. I would say if we were to look at this like on a positive note, if there is one, um, that theme of like where Mars has been retrograde in your chart, the Gemini ruled house, if there's been low energy or frustration and like lack of motivation in that part of your life, maybe finally getting some clarity there or seeing activities take hold or things come together a little bit more because it is a full moon. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And it's definitely going to bring illumination to that area of life where since the end of October, you've just been feeling like, what is it that I really need to change in this era of life? So when it comes to Mars, rethinking where you're putting your energy, this might have you really seeing where you want to take action, what you actually want to work toward. And even if that's not full steam ahead because Mars retrograde will still be full effect through January 12th, you're at least seeing where it is you want to go. It's like you're at the top of the mountain and you can see where you're going to go next. Yeah, because this full moon does mark that halfway point of the Mars retrograde. So I do feel like after that halfway point, the retrograde's a little easier to handle and it's like gaining clarity. Like, what do I need to change? Like you were saying in that part of your life. I would say, though, moon connecting with Mars like definitely gives this full moon a very fiery quality where you may feel more emotionally on edge or just irritable with people. Yeah, more intensified frustration and just feeling like if there's something that you've been teeter-tottering on, feeling a bit confused still about how you want to relate, especially when it comes to relationships, you might notice that this is kind of a tipping point where you recognize something needs to be said or something needs to be done or just feeling more confident in yourself in some way. Yeah, like taking action on your emotions. Uh, Maybe try to be careful of not being like too impulsive with that. Like if someone upsets you, not having like an immediate like aggressive type reaction. So just being more mindful of just like slowing down a bit before you confront someone. And especially because with the full moon in Gemini, it just brings up those themes related to communication to the forefront as well. So you might notice that as much as it is a social moon, it also might have you using your words in ways that you have to be careful you won't later regret with the Mars retrograde there. Yes. And um, for more info on Mars retrograde specifically, and if you're curious about what that means for you, we did a whole episode on that a few weeks back. So if you want to go back and listen to the Mars retrograde episode. Yeah. Or even at this point, re-listening to it, because you might notice with this full moon, you're really wanting some direction there or wanting to reflect on it. So that could help you to see maybe even some habit you're ready to release with the full moon. Yes. Okay, so the next major event going on in December is not until December 20th, and that's Jupiter moving back into Aries until May 16th, 2023. So this is another like five months or so that it's back into Aries. We got that first preview of it in Aries from May through the end of October of this past year, 2022. So again, it's just like bringing up those themes you might have been experiencing during that time frame. Um checking the Aries world house of your chart to see where you're about to experience a second wave of growth, opportunity, kind of expansion. 
Yeah, and I always feel when Jupiter, be, with it being in Aries, you might notice that you're ready to initiate or start something new, or you might be feeling just a bit more action-oriented, and instead of thinking things through and thinking them through, you're actually just wanting to jump into things, dive into things, and see what happens, and kind of have... I don't know. I feel like Jupiter and Aries for a lot of people, even just with that first dip into Aries, I noticed people taking messy action and just being willing to throw themselves into things and see what happens. So that, you know, it depends on your chart itself, but you might notice with Jupiter moving back into Aries, if this reminds you of something that you're ready and kind of restless to take action on, this could really help you just give that extra push. Yeah, bringing those Aries type qualities of taking action, like you said, or wanting to be more independent and actually just do things instead of sitting around and planning it, blending that with the qualities of Jupiter. So really prioritizing maybe themes related to learning, travel, writing, um, higher education, like those becoming a little bit more important in your life for those five months until May of 2023. And again, also, yeah, looking at wherever Aries is by house or any planets you have placed in Aries, that will be accentuated. And it really just with Jupiter transiting there now through through May, you just note what do you want to improve in that area of life? Is there something that you're really eager to take a risk on or to just be more assertive in being more confident in yourself in that area? Because there's definitely a lot of opportunity to grow. Yeah, no procrastination going on there. And also, (laughs) also the North Node is going to shift into Aries um, next summer, 2023, and the South Node will move into Libra. So right as Jupiter moves that Aries, right as Jupiter leaves that Aries part of your chart, the North Node and the eclipses will start happening there. So you're about to get a huge emphasis on that house Mm -hmm. of your birth chart. So if like, maybe you have a lot of ideas for that area of life or growth you want to see happen. Don't worry if it doesn't happen by May of 2023, because there'll still be like two more years or so of the eclipses activating that same house. Yeah. And obviously when we get to the April forecast, we'll talk about it, (laughs) but Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. the April 20th upcoming eclipse will be the first one in Aries. So even then you might notice that there's, this Jupiter moving back into Aries is going to kind of help set the stage for that. So just noticing your direction, your heading in that area and being more intentional can be really helpful. Yes, completely. Um, And then the next day, December 21st, we have the sun moving into Capricorn, marking the start of Capricorn season. And right after that, we get a new moon in Capricorn at one degree of Capricorn. Mm -hmm. So Once again, we're getting these new moons right at the start of the zodiac season starting, which is really nice because it's like sometimes when the new moon is further on in the season, it's like you don't fully get the energy of that sign until like two weeks into the season. But it's kind of like right at the start of Capricorn, all those Capricorn themes becoming so prominent. Yeah. And on top of that, too, it'll be the winter solstice. So, you know, just spiritually, that's so significant in just feeling that from that day on the days are growing longer and you're also on top of it being Capricorn season and you're wanting to put things into action, it just tests your faith and your vision for the future. So being able to want to manifest and work toward your goals and see things coming into being, it's just a really fruitful time for that. 
Yeah, thinking of your long-term vision for yourself. And if you're looking at the Capricorn-ruled house of your chart, where do you want to end up like five to 10 years from now there? Or how can you assume greater responsibilities and just be more mature in that part of your life? Yeah, and I would say especially because the new year, 2023, will you know officially be here on January 1st, but you might notice the new moon in Capricorn gives you just this kind of being an early bird to the party if you really Mm -hmm. want to take advantage of the 23rd new moon then it might help you to set really strong goals for the upcoming entire year I love a new moon in Capricorn I just love Capricorn (laughs) season in general it feels so much more grounded I feel like I get my life in order I really I'm just more ambitious it's such a it's interesting how it lines up with like setting these new year intentions and goals because that's literally what Capricorn is about Yeah. And and so like everyone, you know, these signs affect us collectively too. So everyone's feeling kind of that push to want to start something fresh. You have the energy literally supporting you. So especially coming off of that new moon as well on the 23rd, you might just notice that you're really ready to, you know, put pen to paper, write out those goals and see what careful action you want to take. So if you feel inspired maybe by the Jupiter and Aries, we just talked about that Capricorn energy will help you to actually write it down and work toward it day by day and see where you end up in the spring. Yeah, the new moon and Capricorn and Jupiter into Aries really go hand in hand with the huge shift going on like last week of December. And that new moon will make an exact square to Jupiter. So the new moon's at one degree Capricorn. Jupiter at this point is at zero degrees of Aries. So that's that's an amazing aspect to have with a new moon. It just like gives that boost of like I anything is possible and like looking at things glass half full mentality of um, I can put my energy into this I can structure my time like this and I feel like it's going to pay off Mm-hmm. And also it just gives you the extra motivation and drive to be like, okay, if you want this, you're going to have to work toward it. So I feel like the square is like, you might be feeling optimistic, but also needing to actually work toward those goals and having that added um, determination. Yes. And then about six days later on December 29th, Mercury will station retrograde in Capricorn. This is the fourth Mercury retrograde we've had in 2022. Um, so like all that ambition and like goal setting you may have around the new moon might get slowed down or delayed a bit six days later, which is kind of unfortunate. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just to reiterate kind of most of you may know like what happens with Mercury retrograde, but just to go back over what to expect, just kind of like a slowing down in your everyday life or needing to revisit projects, relationships, or things from the past that maybe you didn't fully complete. It's a it's a great time for like reflection and figuring out how you want to move forward next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also I would say maybe when it comes to this Mercury retrograde in Capricorn, you're needing to be a little more thoughtful or thinking more seriously, more carefully when it comes to what it is you want long-term. So you might be, you know, setting these new goals and then getting some insight with that Mercury retrograde to say, what it, what is it for sure that you want? Because, you know, you might have said you wanted something, but you need to also be open to other things that you kind of have to deal with first that maybe aren't as sexy or aren't as fun, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. they'll help you get where you want to be in the long run. Yeah. Reflecting on how you can better 
um, structure your time and manage your responsibilities. I kind of love the time period for this Mercury retrograde because that time of the year already, like week after like the holidays leading up to New Year's is already naturally slow. So if there was like an ideal time to put a Mercury retrograde, it's then (laughs) because it's not like it's interrupting anything major. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I would say too. One one thing about this Mercury retrograde in Capricorn is it also kind of asks you to reevaluate your goals, but also, you know, the goals that aren't always as obvious. So maybe you're wanting to set goals that aren't as rigid or aren't as you know focused on what you usually focus them on. But maybe you're seeing there's more to life than work. There's more to life than these long range goals. And maybe you're kind of having a different relationship with your goals. So I don't know. I'm just thinking if you set a goal on December 23rd with the new moon, Mercury retrograde might ask you to be a little bit more open-minded to see, well, how can you be still, you know, really graceful with yourself and not as rigid? Mm Mm-hmm. This, um, if we're looking at the exact aspects this Mercury retrograde makes, it when it stations retrograde on December 29th, it's exactly conjunct Venus at 24 degrees of Capricorn. So we do have that relationship emphasis where maybe bringing in once again, this was such a huge theme of the Mercury retrograde that happened in September of this past year because it also made an aspect to Venus, but that time it was in Virgo. Now we have it in Capricorn, but it's still like, how can I better communicate within my relationships and or just better like realize how I can be a better partner or take someone else into consideration? And it, it's kind of reminded me of maybe there'll be some reminiscing of back to the Venus retrograde in Capricorn, which was a year from now, like a year ago, the same time about. So it just has like a kind of cool timeline connection to that because that was also December 2021 through January 2022. So definitely when it comes to relationships, I think there might be a theme of anything long-term that you want to tweak in a relationship. Yes. And then also it does make um, a conjunction with Pluto about three degrees away, but the Pluto definitely brings a little intensity to that station retrograde that maybe you don't feel further on in the retrograde. Like this would be most intense, like the last couple days of December. Um, but maybe uncovering information you didn't know about previously or being very fixated on learning and handling specific details or wanting to like read up on a topic you're really passionate about, like really uncovering like all there is to know about a specific subject. Yeah, and also too, it's just so cool how these Mercury retrogrades that will go in all the way through 2023, this marks the full shift into Earth signs. Yeah, so for like the past two years, like 2021 and most of 2022, we've had the Mercury retrogrades happening in air signs, and they're finally fully shifted out of air signs into Earth for 2023. So a different vibe. Like I feel like what we were just talking about, like how the past two years, Mercury retrograde has been so like relationship oriented and how you can communicate and get your ideas across very much air sign qualities. Now it's like, how can I maybe restructure my work schedule, my responsibilities, my routine, like all the practical everyday um, tasks being called into question? Yeah. And also I I would say a huge theme, especially with this retrograde in Capricorn is 
thinking about your relationship to work. So seeing how it is that you want to find more balance. If you felt out of balance at work or things haven't been going well, or if you feel like you're looking for more structure in your day-to-day life, um, that's totally Mercury retrograde themes always bring up what do you need to rework in your day-to-day you know, routines even. So you might notice that there's some practical shifts or wanting to be more efficient, that kind of thing coming up. Yeah. Like how can you make adjustments with your job maybe? Um, or even like re questioning, like what do you, what brings you, what do you find to be a value? Like what is mm-hmm. important to you to be working towards? I love that. I'm excited to see where that ends up. Just the, the kind of with Mercury retrograde, this is going to throughout 2023 be kind of a focus because of all of them will be in earth signs so yeah it'll be a continual evolution of sorts yes okay so that is the astrology for december 2022 and that wraps up the entire year um you didn't have more to say on that did you no no that's all and i'm just so excited to see and to talk about 2023 and everything that's to come then um and again we are going to have something special for you so stay tuned for our next episode for more details of that workshop yes so excited for that okay Mm -hmm. bye guys see you next week